welcome, 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 welcome. Uh, another episode of our Footy Fantasy Pod. Uh, I call this one the title twist. <laughs> and uh, Heritage, Football Heritage, like everybody has been saying all week. Before we go into introduce our guest, as the quick admin, if you're watching, please like, share, subscribe. Footy Fantasy uh, is at the bottom of the page. We're also on Twitter, um, Instagram, like, share, subscribe. Uh, give also schedule an hour after the pod. You can find the pod recorded version on YouTube. Um, tomorrow morning, audio version will be out. And um, for people who have short attention span, like a lot of us do, we're going to have clips out on Tuesday. Check us out, Twitter. So let's dive in. Uh, ladies first. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Man City. Rep. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, how are you? Good, good, good. Thanks for joining. Um, no problem. Thanks for having me. The Liverpool man, the quadruple, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Voila, yeah. Okay, I guess it's just time we just dive right in. T- title is time. Um, I guess let's let's start with let's start with Bola first. Let's start with you. <laughs> Okay. Liverpool Spurs, you know what happened? I saw Klopp. I saw Klopp doing some, you know, complaints about um, Conte's style of football. When I was throwing digs, it was like backhanded comments. It felt like backhanded comments, you know, like, "Oh, that's not me. I respect his style of football, but that's not me." If you respect it, why are you bringing it up? <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong with Klopp? I know. I just anytime things don't go his way, he gets he gets salty. Why? Why is your manager always doing this? Uh, I, man, I love our manager. Our manager is, I love club to death. So, you know, if you felt some kind of way, you felt some kind of way. I don't like this. Liverpool fans never criticize club. I've, I've noticed this thing. You guys never criticize club. Oh, we love him. Like club is, you know, some of us love FSG, but you know, I'm a club, I'm a club guy. So, you know, for me, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to disrespect Tottenham or Conte. I knew it was going to be a tough game. We really struggle against the low block. We really struggle against the Italian style of football. You know, we don't like your Atletico Madrid. We don't really do well against your Juventuses and stuff like that. Conte is quintessential Italian style manager with class. He knows how to utilize his team, knows how to set up well. And it was always going to be a tough match. Uh, Son, one of my favorite players in the league, is absolutely phenomenal. 20 goals in the season. So Spurs were always going to be dangerous. They were always going to be a dangerous team. I don't buy into the whole, you know, Spursy thing when it comes to playing us. They always seem to do really well. Uh, they beat Man City twice this season. They also knocked out a couple of other big heavy hitters. So it was always going to be a dangerous match. Um, we just don't do as well when it comes to teams like that. So I knew it wasn't going to be like a... You know, um, uh, like the match against Manchester United, I knew that wasn't going to happen. Um, and Tottenham did their thing, so I I can't say anything about it. They were just they were just a great team, and they're ready for us. Unfortunately, we couldn't get that second goal. So, do you think the title race is over? No, it's almost over, but you know, there's still three matches left. It's okay. not looking good. But like I said to you before the whole podcast started, at the beginning of the season, I said, Man City are going to win the league. Uh, Liverpool are going to win the Champions League. Um, The fact that we're this far and we've done as well, uh, given all the things that have happened to us this season, you know, it's it's almost like a tease. It's like, and especially because I really want it and I'm admitting it, I want it. But you know what? The likelihood of that happening, there's a reason why it's never happened before. You know, so... Hope, fingers crossed, you know, City might slip up, but it's not looking likely. You know, this is, you know, City's trophy to, the only trophy City can win this year. And I don't see them letting the next three matches slip, but all I can do is hope, you know? Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Jan, let's go to you. Let's talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Let's focus on Premier League first. We'll talk about Champions League like, in the next section, next segment. Yeah, um... In terms of the league, like City do tend to do well in the leagues. We tend to end the season quite well as well, usually, um, whether we win it or not. Um, 
the only thing I would say is, you know, after the game, I thought the game was the perfect result. I think we needed to win, obviously. We needed to win big because we need our goal difference at the time was one different to Liverpool. So we needed to win big. Um, and yeah, it, the game was perfect in terms of what happened. But after the game now, the news that's come out is not ideal because we now have no Ruben Diaz for the rest of the season, no Kyle Walker for the rest of the season, no John Stones for the rest of the season. So now we've got to rely on Aki and Laporte, but Aki is not 100%. So it's like we have one centre-back right now. Um, and the alternative centre-back is a 37-year-old guy. So, yeah, it's not ideal. Um, I do think because of what's happened, obviously, over this weekend, if we can beat Wolves, I would say it's pretty much done. And the only reason why I would say that is because the chances of us not beating Villa and West Ham, like, I can't see us losing both, even if we lost one. I can't see us losing both. So if we beat Wolves, then I'd say we should. We should be winning it. But um, West Ham, I think, is the hardest. Between them two, it's, it's you know, one of them is going to be the hardest one. Um, Wolves have given us a bit of trouble in the past. Um, they did beat us in 2019. I don't think they beat... They haven't beaten us since 2019, so it's not as... Some people are making out like they beat us every year there. They don't. Um, but, you know, it, it's possible. They're a good team. On their day, they can beat anyone. Um, we saw how tough it was for Liverpool when they went there. So, you know, and even in their home game against us, they played well. So it's going to be a tough game. Um, West Ham away. Our record there is actually good. Um, we didn't win there in the Carabao Cup this season, but obviously we didn't play a very strong side and we lost on penalties, so it's a little bit different. Um, but yeah, they're now out of Europe, so they're also in City sort of position where they're looking for the league and what they can do in the league. So none of them games are going to be easy, but I think thankfully because of the position we're in at the moment, I don't think we actually need to win both. Um because we should be beating Villa at home on the last day of the season if there's a title at stake. So, yeah, I think we've put ourselves in a good position um, going into the last three games. But like I say, the injuries that we've got are not ideal because they're to, like, key players, you know. If it's Sterling out, we can handle it, you know. If it's even a midfielder, apart from Rodri, um, I'd say we can handle it a bit more. But centre-back... It's one of them positions you need. You need your centre backs fit. So I'm a bit like it's probably given Liverpool a little bit of hope um, that they didn't have <laughs> two hours ago. So yeah, not ideal, but we'll see. I think I trust City to do what we usually do and get over the line. But three games of stress to go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that you guys had lost all the centre backs. Ah, uh, well, Otto, <laughs> thanks for joining us. Uh, I guess this is a good. Good segue to talk about Champions League. Uh, we'll start with your team, the Comeback Kings, right? They got, got Comeback Kings. What's the other thing that they call Madrid? You know, tell me all the nicknames of Madrid. You guys have many nicknames that are here. <laughs> the nicknames of Madrid? Yeah, I know. I know they call you the the, the Comeback Kings. Ah, uh, no, no, no. I'm a, I'm gonna stay with Los Blancos. Period. Okay, once <laughs> you say Los Blancos, you know it's it's many years behind us. Uh, behind our team uh, history, uh, I know it, 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 this is not the only comeback. I mean, this is one of them, but this is one of the greatest. Believe me, I doubt it. At minute 80, 85, I doubt it. I did not know they're going to come back with this. I asked a friend of mine through WhatsApp, and I say, I think this is over, brother. And he said, uh-uh, I believe in my Madrid. I say, I do too, but this is looking pretty impossible. And uh, the, just the spirits of not giving up. And and you know what? Um, Guardiola knew it because they slowed down. And Guardiola knew it. Their, their team slowed down. And, uh, and uh, it, I, I have doubt, but I say one goal, score one goal, everything's going to change. And it was like that. So going back to your question, uh, 
a nickname, period, Los Blancos. When you mention that, Los Blancos, you know it's not just that. It's many more. Plus the 13 championships uh, behind us, right? Yeah. No doubt in my mind. So Los Blancos, we, we stay there. So, so Los so Reyes de, or Los Reyes de Europa. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. What does that mean in English? I don't know. What does that mean in English? You, the European Kings. Ah, okay, okay. Well, thanks for our Spanish-speaking audience. I'm sure they all get that. Uh, Goke, which is a Madrid founder I know, says King of Remontada. Okay, I think I've heard that before too. Uh, so let me ask you this question, Otto, because I've had this, I've had arguments all week about this game, right? So let me ask you from a Madrid fan. How much of that victory do you give to Ancelotti versus the players? Just like like Rodrigo, Camavinga, like how much of it is the players? How much how much of it is Ancelotti? Because I've had like a lot of arguments about this game. A whole lot of arguments. I'm going to tell you the part. truth. You know, to yes. win a game is a, is a, is a team effort, right? Yeah. It has to be a team effort. That's including the head coach. But without the head coach moving the right pieces, the team is not going to function. Yeah, fair enough. Because Guardiola is a great coach. And he has an amazing team. How the coaches move, move the pieces at the right moment, at the right time. And did you realize the two guys that changed the whole entire game, they, they got, they substitute at the minute 70-something. Rodrigo was in the bench. Angelotti knew he was going to do something. I always believe, because uh, so some friend of mine that, that usually talked to me about, like, oh, I don't understand why Rodrigo's on the bench. He's been such a good player. Uh, and also um, Camavinga. I don't understand why Camavinga is on the bench. He's playing so much. He say the coach sees us every day. They see him. He sees them every day. He sees them practicing. He see him doing everything on the field. And I see it, probably he's seen more than what I've been seeing. These two guys that I just mentioned perform better when they come on the second half, at the half of the second half, because they come with the energy. And the, my, my, my point of view, what probably Angelotti saw, say, the other thing has been pushing, pushing, pushing. They got to get tired. If I put fresh, like these two guys that are speed, 100% speed, that Rodrigo is amazing on the on the side or whatever you put him. But imagine that he was not playing on the, on the right side. He was playing in the middle. And he put Camavinga to be on distribution, the speed, stopping balls everywhere because he had all the energy. You saw him at the end of the uh, at the end of the game, the celebration. That guy looks so completely new, fresh. Angelotti knew that. And he said, if I put these two guys, or they I, I just gotta throw it. Say, or they change my game, or they make me lose the game, but I'm going to give it up to them. And I think that was the key for him to make the switch, that switch at the right moment, at the right time. And I think the, okay, when the team lost, the head coach is uh, is the is the failure, right? Yeah. What about when they win the game? Is the team? Uh-uh. It's the head coach as well, buddy. Okay. So I think he, he knew how to move the, the pieces and and that's the way it, it, it helped out the team. So uh, the whole team is it, but uh, Angelotti was the one, in yeah. my in my humble opinion. To be fair though, when he took off, um, what's his name? He took off Modric and took off Casemiro. I was like, ooh. <laughs> when I saw those two changes, I think Casemiro first, then Modric in extra time, or was he beginning of almost for the game? He took out Modric. I was like, mm, what what kind of changes were this? But I but saw... you you have to, but, but we have to think about it. I mean, we always seen it on the game day. Ancelotti seen them every day. Yeah, that's true. He knows what he have and how much how much capacity each each team member his uh his player have. Do you think the conversation he had between uh Modric and uh, and also Casemiro? He knew if we left Casemiro in there, Casemiro was gonna have a red card no matter what. That's why he get him out. Say I don't want to play it against this powerful team with 10 guys. Uh-uh. So that's what he switched him out. And with uh, Luka Modric, he asked him constantly, hey, how are you looking? He was tired. That guy was running behind yeah. and not behind the play. He was side to side. See, I, I think uh, who, who was covering? I can't remember who was covering on the right side. And that guy had speed. And Modric was constantly. So he he's, he's older than all those guys. 
So he definitely was going to get tired. So Angelotti kind of communication with them, with them, and he knows who he can trust for the whole entire game. And uh, I think he's uh, uh, one of those decision-making that only the head coach has the big call. Okay, okay. Good to good to see you, Bola and Yannicka. I didn't get to say hi to you. Good to see you, Otto. Good to see you, Yannicka. Yannicka, big fan. Yannicka? Yannicka? Okay. Yannicka, yeah, yeah. Let's go to you, Man City. Another yeah. year, another Champions League exit. <laughs> no, uh, it's just, you know what? The first leg, I thought the first half, um, City were just missing chances left, right and centre. The second half was better from Madrid. Um, we still were playing well, but we conceded too many goals. Do you know what I mean? And I always say in the Champions League, once you start conceding three goals, it's not a good look. Um so I thought maybe after the first leg, I did say that maybe it's not enough, you know, because one goal going away is never enough for me. Because, you know, in my head, I was thinking if Real Madrid score first, it puts all the pressure then on us and they're at home. So it gives them the momentum. Yeah. Um, it didn't even go like that. This is what's crazy about this game. It didn't go like that. It went perfectly for City. We scored the first goal. We scored it late enough that we didn't have that much time left. Um, and I can't believe that we did what we did. I know it was good from Real Madrid. I'm not taking anything away from them. But you would expect a team like Man City, who have been getting better and better year on, year out in this Champions League. Um, and what it is with City is we used to bottle it. And the way we bottled it, it showed we had a lack of professionalism. And I don't mean in terms of like us not being professional. I just mean in terms of experience, in terms of we would panic in these situations. And I think this season and last season, we've been showing signs that we're not like that anymore. I think the Atletico Madrid game, I was actually surprised at how professional we were. You know, we needed to time waste and we did. That's not like City. City normally play, 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 play. Um, we didn't do that. We were professional. We, you know, time wasted. We did what we needed to do. This game, I just, I know Kyle Walker, when he went off, it was a big miss for our team because I think he was keeping Madrid at bay. Um, but yeah, when he came off, I was like, oh, I don't know. But then when it got to the 88th minute, because you know what I'm like, I'm quite pessimistic when it comes to City. So I was literally, didn't tweet anything. I was like, let me just see how this game goes. Got to the 88th minute, I thought, you know what? We're going to win this now. It's 88 minutes. I've seen City defend for 10, 20, 30, 40 minutes this season when we've needed to. I thought, oh, it'll be fine. So I'm tweeting, like, yeah, we're going to... <laughs> We're going to Paris, and then my team just bottled it in 60 seconds. 60 seconds. Like, that is horrendous. From a from a um, Madrid point of view, I agree with Otto. Like, I think the substitutions that they made were very young players, and the substitutions that we made were older players. But I don't blame Pep, because I actually think in Pep's mind, he wanted to control the game. So he brought on players to control the game. He brought on... A defensive player, this is not like Pep. Pep normally does the wrong thing. He actually did the right thing. He took off an attacker and he brought in a defensive midfielder. On paper, that makes sense. And if he didn't do that and we lost, people would have said Pep was too arrogant. He left on Mares going for another goal. He should have just brought on a defensive player. The only thing that I would say is I think Fernandinho was the wrong player. I think Nathan Aki was the player he should have brought on. Because I don't think we lose that if Nathan Aki is on the pitch. Um, he saved us a lot this season defensively. He's a no-nonsense player. He'll just clear it. Um, but, yeah, I just – I don't think Edison did well at all. One yeah. of them was right at him. He should have saved that. If you concede one time waste, why are we giving them another chance within 60 seconds? It is ridiculous. It's complete bottling. I don't think it's Pep's fault because I think the players – we're responsible for it ultimately. Um, but yeah, they they sped the game up and we couldn't handle it. And I don't know what it is with the Champions League, but there's just something about it. We just lose Very our heads. Same, 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 same thing with the Madrid. I had that with the Madrid. Something with the Champions League that yeah, they played totally different. <laughs> 
think you know what, what and uh, Janica, I, I wanna uh, and yeah. uh, you say the substitution uh, Guardiola did. Yeah. Guardiola substitute. Uh, I was talking about the Bruin, uh, Modric was following uh, the Bruin. The Bruin is yeah. fast, and that guy <laughs> was like uh, Modric was like when he got substitute. I say what Guardiola wants to defend yeah. instead of being forward. He got kind of like nervous at the same time, but at the same time he got the feeling that you have when you were training. Yeah. You can't do that with Madrid. If you don't have Madrid dead with no like uh yeah. sport sport wise uh, talking, right? Yeah. Uh you don't see a Madrid with the signal, then you do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you still have it with the signal, you can't so no, how no, are you gonna no, have China, I think so, the yeah, exactly. Uh, go, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say De Bruyne, like he was so good in the first leg. Like we saw the best of him in the first leg. The second leg, for me, he looked the yard off the pace. Like he didn't look himself. He didn't look very good. So I don't really blame Pep for bringing him off. But I think if he was on the pitch, we don't lose in that way because with um, De Bruyne, he is a leader on the pitch. So it's like, I don't think we panic as much with him on the pitch. So I agree with you. I think if De Bruyne is on at the end, we probably don't lose that game in that way. You can you I can agree. substitute this guy because this guy injects something yeah. else to the team, even though yeah. he's not performing yeah. well. Yeah. But he probably can perform you in or something different. Look at the look at the pretty um, uh, important point. Uh, Guardiola substitute the Bruin at seventy two, and Angelotti substitute Casemiro and Modric at seventy five. He knew it. Mm -hmm. He knew the exactly spot that he needs to cover. And I was like, I got them. I'm going to give it a try. Hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm going to be the bad guy. Let me take comments first. Okay. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead, go ahead. The most attack-minded, De Bruyne and Maris for that resubstance. And that's Lucy's this game down. Beyond this, Pep was not ready to hold on. Wasn't ready to hold on to two goals lead by defending. Ancelotti brought in youthfulness and speed and it worked out. After my just second, I knew we would win. Perhaps you are swallowed his pride and hold on to two goals with sometimes victory is better than philosophy. Mm, I don't I don't know if that's what it is. Okay. Dio says I agree, Jan. Pep made the right choices, except for Grealish, who's a totally useless player. <laughs> um, Do you know what it is though? That's the thing, because it's like um with with City's subs and stuff, like obviously, because they were older, it's a bit harder. Um, but I think to be honest, like if we're being serious, any other team, if you are in that position on the 88th minute, you see out the game, like the chances of that happening is very, very, very slim. And the thing is with Madrid is you're at home, you're going to believe you're going to go for it. That's fine. They've been there, done that in the competition. Yep. But realistically speaking, there's not many teams that would have bottled it the way City did. Like that is, you know, even I've seen us before concede late on and we've just kept the ball kick it up the pitch, dive on the floor, do what you've got to do. And I just think City just... And then once it went to 2-2, they're always going to win that game. Like, the minute it went 2-2, I knew it was game over. Because City don't really score late anymore. Yeah. Like, if we do, it's when we're already winning. So, yeah, I knew it was going to be... From then, I knew we were we were out. And then we gave away a penalty again. So, it just we just didn't help ourselves. I think it was Jao Cancelo... Um, he has been good this season, but I think the last few months he's not been he's not been that good. He's been out of form. He's been okay, but not at his best. So yeah, it's just I'm hoping that Madrid can beat Liverpool in the final. Um but I don't know, you know, because I think the chances that Madrid gave us, we're not as clinical as Liverpool. So I think if Liverpool get the chances that we got, you know, Liverpool will take them chances. So I think my mind is saying Liverpool, but I want Madrid to win. So hopefully okay. we'll see that. I'm gonna play bad guy. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna play bad guy for a little bit. I am gonna put a little bit of blame on Pep. Okay. And the reason I'm gonna put some blame on Pep is because Pep does not adjust his I don't think he practices adjusting his philosophy and in, in, in training. I don't think that that's part of... Pep plays some of the most beautiful football around. Like, Man City play amazing football, but I don't think they really practice how to set up defensively so that if they are in a situation like that, they can adjust to it. Second of all, 
I don't know why he brought on Grealish. Like he brought on Grealish in the 78th minute. Um, if you're trying to set up shop, why bring on Grealish? I'm not taking Mares off for nothing. I think Mares is one of the most phenomenal players, and you need someone to be an outlet. Same thing with KDB. He's kind of like the the central pivotal piece that kind of keeps everything going from a defensive perspective as well as an offensive perspective. So why bring those two off? If anyone, I love young Foden, but I would have taken Foden off. You know, I think he's great, but I would have taken that option because I think Morris, I'd rather leave him as a false nine or a lone nine than than Foden or, or even Jake or even leave on Jesus. But that was the thing that kind of got me wrong. If you're really trying to set up defensively, why not bring on Ake? You know, why not? Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree with him. Yeah, so that's the only thing that kind of, you know, yeah. and then the sooner. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you that substitution wise, he could have done certain things differently. But I think for me, it's just the way that we lost, like the yeah. way. The kind of, I just think the players like because by rights Grealish should have scored. I think that second save was absolutely world class by Courtois. Like mm. that was going in, and he that was a brilliant, brilliant save. I just felt when that happened, I was like, is it going to be one of them days? Like it just felt like a bit, you yeah. know. But I think, yeah, I agree with you. There's yeah. City, City dominate the whole game. They City did dominate the whole game. They did. Yeah. Period. They just let them. They just let them. They just they just allowed them two minutes, yeah. and yeah. that's it. So this is my yeah. angle. This is my angle. With six seconds, it wasn't even two minutes. <laughs> that bad. This is my angle. Let me see my own angle. My own angle is this, right? They did this to PSG. Literally the same thing. Everybody said PSG are bottlers. Oh, Pochettino isn't one. <laughs> We got to the champions, the literally the defending champions, Chelsea. They did the yep. same thing to Chelsea. Yep. Let go <laughs> after Chelsea. Got three, people say, this "Oh, why it's even worse that we let it happen." <laughs> oh, Tuchel is a you know the fraud. Tuchel last season was just lucky. Blah blah blah. Chelsea are not that good. It was just a kill. Now we come to Man City, who has won three of the last four Premier Leagues. Everybody came. The whole Pep thing has come out again. <laughs> I was pretty on really one defending Pep in so many group chats. And people like, oh, we always know you've been a Pep fanboy. Ayo, we know you, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. So at what point I look at this and say, this team has done you three different teams the same way, late goals that knock them out. At what point do we just yeah. understand that shit happens sometimes in football? At what point do we just sit down and just think about that? Like, you can do all the tactics. Sometimes, if, if it's either it's in your name, luck is on your side, shit happens. Because these are three ties that they played. Yeah. Well, that team were far better than them. But Madrid, those moments, they captured those moments and they went through three ties, three different yeah. times. But I think we need to put some respect on Ancelotti's name. No, no, no we have given yeah. respect. You can give yeah. him respect. Right. For managing those moments very well. But what, exactly. I'm, saying, what yeah. I'm saying is, I think yeah. people are, are going to extreme. Either mm -hmm. they're exercising Pep too much. Or they're over-egging the Ancelotti thing. They're over right. Let's be serious. They are over -egging. Right. He did well, I think, in managing those moments. Yeah. But look at the amount of chances the other teams would have. Like, are you telling me Ancelotti set up a game plan and say, oh, let's 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 even start with PSG. Oh, for three, for like one third of the time, two thirds of the time, let PSG dominate. And PSG miss chance, mm -hmm. not chance, miss penalty. Or the Ancelotti set up Real Madrid to be down 4-0, almost 4-0 to Chelsea. If they didn't, if they didn't count, mm -hmm. like, I've seen goals that Alonso, like similar goals that Alonso scored that was allowed this season. We have seen goals like that. Like they could have been down 4 0. I would say Ancelotti said, Reimagine, oh, go and concede four, three, four goals and come back. Or against Man City. Like, let's be serious here, guys. Yeah. Like, I would say, let's be very serious. I would say Ancelotti set Reimagine up that, oh, let's wait to 90 and 91st minute to take the game into extra time. Like, I think yeah. people are adding this thing to the extreme, personally. That's my opinion. I think they are doing well. He managed the moment well. His tactical solves, but Madrid had a huge dose of luck in these three times. A huge dose of luck. And let's be very honest about it. Casemiro should have been sent off. If we want to be very honest, he had two clear yellow cards in the first in the first half against Man City. He should have been sent off. And he didn't even get he didn't get one yellow card, not one. And I'm not gonna say there's a conspiracy. I'm just saying sometimes when things are in your favor, or you get all the little little decisions that can change it in your favor. 
But yeah. going to but going to I, the I, have, pool, a, a little, but, I have a little parenthesis on that, Ayo. Yeah. Listen, even the uh, one guy, one one of the guys in the Spanish uh, uh, show, this El Chiniquito, and and also they they um they they also work in the in the, in the press in Spain, and and they even mention it. A lot of them say, okay, one time can be luck. Two yeah. times, sometimes. Yeah. Three times. Yes. Okay, you have seen them. I follow the league. Yeah. This happened more often in La Liga. You follow yeah. it in the Champions League. And I follow them. They did the same thing with Hetafe game. They did the same thing uh, with uh, Osasuna as well. They done it over and over and over. So yeah. when it happened more than two times, mm -hmm. eh, had to be a little bit of luck, buddy. Had to. But when you have luck, you have opportunities. And mm -hmm. how do you handle those opportunities is the key. Exactly. But what, do they say, what, what they say, success is where preparation, preparation meets luck, right? Or where preparation meets opportunity. You need a little bit of both. But we can't take away from the preparation that went into yeah. it. And, you know, we all know what's going on with Ancelotti right now. It's like, okay, wow, he's the first manager to win in all five of the major leagues. Yep. He's won the Champions League several times. But something that we don't talk enough about, and, you know, maybe this is just an opportunity for me to talk crap about our rivals, or supposed rivals, look at Everton. Everton were up there last year. This year, they are battling for rele uh, relegation. Yeah. And their team aren't worse than what they were last year. I think there's got to be something to be said about Ancelotti and what he's done and what he's brought and the absence of Ancelotti over there and the presence of Ancelotti here in Real Madrid where he has more talent, he has history, he has players who've been there before. There's a mentality, you know, that's with those players. I think there's something to be said there. And, you know, all champions die hard. So, so let me fix, let me face my my point. My point is yes, the resilience, the tactical changes, the championship DNA, his man management to be able to help all the players. I agree hundred percent. I I I, am, I agree that hundred percent. I the part I do not agree is the fact that people are making it look like this was the plan for Mancelotti. Do you get my point? Where let's say that to yeah. Get yeah. all the chances. You, you did have to rely on oh, City. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, in a very long time, all of us can attest to this. In the long, to the yeah. watching Champions League, I would say, apart from maybe Chelsea 2012, right? That one they won with um, Di Matteo. I yeah. have not seen a champion, someone get to Champions League final like this, where consistently all the teams they played have played way better Anybody else can correct me. And I'm, this, is, this has been a long time. So at some point, you have to say, oh, you know what? This is incredible. The will. You can praise them, but you also can talk about the other side. I'm like, ooh, they were lucky. They were lucky here. So that's all I'm saying. I think we need to, people need to address that and say, Madrid was, uh, was also lucky. In this. If, you don't, if you don't believe that, that's fine. And that's just my own personal opinion. Uh, let me take comments quickly. Ooh, this comment is it's too long. As a buy They'll always come back. You can take Mario, but Jesus. All right, but Grealish. Okay, still doesn't agree with Grealish. Madrid has done step of thing way too many times this year and over the years. Yep, they're a different beast. I agree. I've lost count of number of games. Bayern was absolutely better than Madrid than we lost. That's true. I remember the year Pep. And again, I think it was Pep and Ancelotti when I think back at it. <laughs> yeah, it was. When Pep was in Bayern and mm -hmm. they were like, so good, but they lost like 3-0 or 4-0 counter-attack. Uh, when Ronaldo was there, yeah, I think I remember that game. That's actually true. Daniel says it's not luck at all. City blew it simple as that, in my opinion. They got caught sleeping at the capitalizing moment. Real do this every week. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Madrid and Liverpool get all the luck in Europe. Those things are so lucky, it's beyond belief. <laughs> Otto is right. Uh, a question of Pep is that he micromanages every aspect of the game and takes away the individuality and the willpower of the player. Yeah. That's his style, man. That is his style. No way. That is his style. There's no micromanagement. He's 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 pushing for his team. Yeah. He's, outside. he's just outside. He wants to be inside. I, I There's think no micromanagement. I think, I think what Dio is saying, and the part I agree with Dio slightly, this slight part I agree with Dio. And I think I've seen articles by people who know way more than me, right? Analysts, football analysts, pundits. They say Pep style of coaching and like. It's so favorable that when he gets it right, it's so favorable for league titles. That's why he wins a lot of league titles because you know yeah. over a long period of time. Ancelotti on the other side, that's why you can and you can see the and it's not. I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? 
Ancelotti's style is so favorable for knockout games. And that's why he, well, yeah. he has, he's, yeah. he's the only man that's go to five finals. He has won like or three Champions League, might win four. That makes sense when you, when you, when you think about it. Like, yeah. Because the one criticism everybody always criticizes Ancelotti for is the volume of, you know, league titles. Like, this is just his first title in La Liga, right, Otto? Right? This is his first La Liga yeah, title. Yeah. For how long he's managing in Spain, yeah? This is his first La Liga title. So, he does. He, I think he has only one Italian league title, too. Like, just has, like, one, one, one. He doesn't do well. I think, league I think five. Five different. He's got all five leagues, hasn't he? And if he wins... And if he wins yeah. the, the, the next championship, it will be the only one winning four Champions League. Yeah. So what I'm saying is like in the different leagues, even though he has coached like yeah. four times, he has coached a long time. I think he has only won league title. Either two, one or two, I can't remember. But I, I think he's only at Madrid he's for like one two years. what? I think he was only at Madrid for like two years. Yeah, because before. they collapsed now. They fired him, right? Yeah, then he left. Yeah, they, they sacked him and, and he yeah. came back. When when they sacked the Madrid uh, uh, head coach, it's not because he's bad. He's just doing bad in that moment. Just, <laughs> just he, he even he even told the president, "President, thank you for bringing me back." So it's <laughs> gracias por traerme. Like, thank you for bringing me back and to live this dream again. It's just something and that thing. By the way, I want to do a parenthesis. They just allow one uh, penalty kick to Atletico Madrid. They lose in the game, so that's bad for Atletico. You know, when Madrid is down. It's dangerous. <laughs> oh, I forgot to, that today's Madrid derby. Okay, let's talk about Liverpool. We've talked a lot Liverpool in another Champions League final. Uh, that game was, you know, I didn't see that coming. You know, <laughs> just came out that first half, like, on smoke. Like, but, uh, what well, was your thoughts about the game? No, I think um, we played. We put that shit in the first half. <laughs> That's what I could say. That was one of the worst first halves I've seen from us in a long time. But we came out and, uh, you know, Luis Diaz, man. That's my guy. Changed the game. Changed the game. Perfect substitution. Did what we needed to do. And we won the game. But, you know, in the semifinals of the Champion League, no one is going to be a pushover. And talking about, like, cup specialists, shout out to Unai Emery. Unai Emery is a great coach. You know, he got those boys playing. We're in the yellow submarine. They did everything they needed to do. So I knew eventually our class was going to show. Um, but I didn't like that we even put ourselves in that position. I hope, I hope not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you nervous? After you know, two, two, two goals down, were you nervous? No, I was more pissed off. Oh, yeah, I wasn't yeah. nervous. I wasn't nervous, but I was pissed off. I was like, why are we doing... Like Liverpool, we always do this. We, we're such a dramatic team. We always put ourselves in these drama situations. We can't do anything easy. Everything has to be a struggle. That is my team. I've been supporting them since the 80s. It's been my life, right? But I knew there was going to be a twist. I didn't think it was going to go to 2-2, though. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what is this? But, you know, the players turned it on in the second half, and uh, we did what we had to do. So on to the finals to uh, meet Real Madrid. That's the prediction. I know we, we have a league going on right now. I think it's only Linga and, jo and uh, Josh who are like top of the league now. Um, but let's do prediction for the final now. Um, I'm optimistic, but you know I'm not taking Real Madrid uh, lightly. Uh, they're one of the few teams who, you know, can say we're kings of Europe and and Liverpool. We have to be quiet about it. You know, they're there for a reason, right? Um, they battled through three of the toughest teams to get to the final, so it's going to be a tough out. But the reason why I feel we wanted, uh, a lot of us wanted Real Madrid versus Man City. Number one, Man City, obviously a phenomenal team. We play them so much, so the coaches know what to expect from each other. And it's almost like who can make the one wrinkle to change the difference. Uh, Real Madrid, new team, new philosophy. We don't really play against each other that often. And also the revenge factor. Uh, yeah. We still remember what happened in... 2018, 2019, you know, that's motivation and fuel uh, for our players. And sometimes that's all you need, right? The right motivation to get you across the line. And then Ancelotti is saying the other day that he's an, he's an Evertonian. I'm like, okay. All right, buddy. Yeah, calm down, mate. But um, <laughs> I saw that. Okay. Hopefully that gives um, your Mo Salas and and all the players who were there two, uh, three years ago, motivation to to move forward. So I'm optimistic. I think we're going to win. 
Um, but I think it's going to be a tight match. Give me a score line. Uh, I've got a score line. I think Benzema is going to get a goal. Um, I think Salah and Mane will get a goal too. I think 2 1. Okay. Auto. Prediction. I know it's still far away. It's like, what, three weeks' time? Right. <laughs> it's a long time. To uh, it, it's going to be a very extremely tight, super challenged game because they both know to each other what happened. To uh, I see Liverpool, why they played pretty bad on the first half. He, he, uh, um, he made the head, the head coach made the, the, um, the mistake to the fans against the team because he knew the, the reaction of, uh, of uh, Villarreal, uh, the counterattack is, is powerful. Madrid counterattack is powerful too, but it's not Villarreal. When uh, Madrid, Madrid see one hole, one space, they utilize it. So I, I think, uh, in, in my opinion, club is it, one of my favorite uh, head coaches. Uh, dude is calm. The relationship, that's the similarity between him and Angelotti. The relationship he has with the team, the teammate, with the players, is pretty pretty good. So he he knows how every player is feeling like emotionally, how they're going to perform in there, or who's not. One key that you mentioned about um, the Diaz, uh, these young players, the same thing what uh, Angelotti did. They didn't put him on the whole entire game. This Diaz. Got substituted on the second half. Yeah, and he, he, I think he came in at the at the end of the first half because he knew he was gonna perform better on the half halftime. With these type of players, they put these both head coach. They know they can get better from this guy. But this guy is the only one that gets the revolution to your uh, Liverpool ball. If this guy wouldn't come in, the whole team would be completely a disaster. That they were defending, and this guy is the one like attacking, attacking, and mm-hmm. hungry for for like getting that ball possession. And and I think he's one he's gonna be one of the key players, which is I think Angelotti already co- will cover him and uh, and and Salah. That Salah, by the way, as Madrid to wanted uh, at, he he wanted Madrid at the at the final right. Yeah. My prediction, of course, I want my team to win. So it's not gonna be easy. I like Madrid's game because they're all like finals. We played like that three three times already. They played like that the same way. Like every game is a final for Madrid. And that's the difference from, from Madrid's game. Uh, Liverpool's last game, they were kind of boring because they, they all want to defend, to defend. And that's the way uh, um, Unai Emery is. He wants to defend and take advantage of the counterattack. Madrid is not like that. He's not Atletico in Madrid either. So that's just gonna be the big difference of the game. You have they both have to fight for it, and they both teams have excellent talent and excellent. Uh, well, Madrid don't have football the way Liverpool have. I can tell you enough, but Madrid have tactics and ways to win game, uh, and that's the big difference. Uh, I think it's gonna be a tight game. Uh, I think it's gonna be like two goals per side. And uh, hopefully we go to extra time and uh, I hope my team wins. So I, I will reserve my final score. But I, I know we're going to – if we've seen that many goals on the on the semifinals, oh, this final is going to be one of the best ones. And uh, that also, in addition, is a revenge, right? Mm-hmm. Hola? Mm-hmm. Remember when uh, Ramos was there? Yeah. And yeah. he messed up. Uh, that's why Salah mm-hmm. wants Madrid. It's yeah. like uh, that's something that isn't it. So – it's gonna be an amazing final, though, for sure, and everybody wants it. So, I uh, hope my my team wins. Okay. Oh, the best. Let's say it like this: the best thing will win. Yeah. Okay. I'll say it like that. Generous. Wow. The best team win. I don't care about best team. I just want my. If I was me, I want my team to win. I don't care about the best team. Yannicka. Uh, Do you know what? I think it just depends. Like when I first, um, when I first thought about it, I thought. Liverpool are not going to miss the chances that we missed. So, like, in the first leg, um, realistically, it could have been a lot more. I know we scored four, but it could have been eight, you know, but we kept missing chances. 
Um, second leg again, I think we had something like five shots on target. That was before Grealish and stuff came on, so it was more than that. But we just didn't take our chances. Obviously, we scored a goal, but Liverpool are more clinical than City in that respect. So if Mane gets the chances that some of our players got or Salah, I think they put it in the back of the net. So if Madrid play how they have been playing, I don't see them winning. Like, I can see Liverpool winning. That being said, this is a final. And a lot of people were saying when we were kind of looking like we were going to go through, what people were saying to me is Liverpool have the heritage in this competition that will see them win. So if that is true, then Madrid should win because Madrid are the ones that have the European heritage. Like, yes, Liverpool have won it, you know, a bunch of times, six times, could be seven. But I think Madrid, you know, they're clear of everyone else in terms of the Champions League. So we'll have to see. Um, I think because of that, it could be a closer game than we think. But I just think it just depends what Liverpool turn up as well. Because some of the performances from Liverpool recently haven't been as good as they were a few weeks or months ago. So if they play kind of how they played against Villarreal, Benzema will have a field day if that happens. Um, and also, kind of the way they played against Spurs, if they play like that, because Spurs managed to get in behind their defence quite a lot. So if Vinicius Jr. is able to do that, it's going to be a long day. So I think it's, I don't know who's going to win. Um, I think Liverpool, just because of how clinical they are and how many chances Real Madrid gave us, <laughs> you know, I, I can see Liverpool winning, but it, I don't know. It's a final, isn't it? I think finals are always 50-50 because it's a one game, you know. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, hopefully, for City's sake, Madrid win. But I don't okay. know. Janica, a little addiction. You say you say something. If Madrid is playing the way I've been playing like this, they yeah. will not. But there's one key factor right here. When they every time Madrid is playing in final for uh, a trophy, yeah. they win, don't they? Yeah. No, 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 no. They just perform different. Oh, oh yeah, they they're better. Yeah. They yeah. just play different. Absolutely well, you've never different. watched the Champions League final, so that's you also going to be in the back. And this right season, they have been playing horrible. And look the yeah. difference they have between <laughs> first and second place in La Liga. So yeah, um, it's just I, like every time they 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 fighting for a position or or uh, in the competition in the Champions League, yeah. they just perform different. That's why yeah. I was surprised on the last game with uh, with Manchester City. Yeah, how that team can can dominate, but so most of the time, we we talk about how bad a team play, but we don't never yeah. give the credit to the team that is not exactly. letting or allow them to play that way. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. had to be the credit to the city in that case. So they just didn't yeah. know how to manage it. Right. So I, I think I think Jan brought up a point which I think is going to be the hot take of the whole of the whole final. I think the Vinny Junior versus Trent. Yeah. It's going to be a storyline, one way or the other. I'm hoping <laughs> it's in favor of us, but that will be a storyline. So, you know, that's the one thing that I think Trent is okay in defending, but just the way how we play, it leaves us very exposed. And with the high line and Vinny's pace on the same side, I think that's going to be an area of weakness that we're going to have to somehow figure out how to uh, adjust. Okay. So, yeah, because I think, because you're not going to, because with Trent, With the way Liverpool play, they send Trent forward a lot. Like, he's the one putting the crosses in. He's the one taking the corners. He's the one doing all that. But with the pace of Vinicius, you can't really afford to have him too far forward because if Real Madrid do break away and he gets away, you know, I know Alisson is good on one-on-ones, but, you know, with Benzema in the box as well, like, it, it's, you know, you've got to be mindful of that. Um, yeah, it, I think Walker handled him quite well, but then Walker mm -hmm. went off, and we saw it was a bit different after that. So, yeah, it's going to be going to be. And with, good, good, right? for, some, for some reason, say again, Bola. Oh, I said Zinchenko did good, right? When when yeah, he did, he did, he did all right. It was um, Fernandinho in the first leg that was a bit. Yeah, I think, I, yeah. I, in my opinion, Vinicius, I don't trust that guy yet. 
Vinicius is not where he needs to put to be yet. He tried so many times. He always missed in front, like how many times he missed this last game. He missed, look, and a point almost at the end of the game, he said, You know what? I'm just going to play for Bezamao, somebody else. And he performed better when he think like that. When he's going to play, he's just going to make the passes instead of score the goal. When he makes the decision, the guy, the speed he have. Yeah. The technique yeah. to dribble is pretty impressive. It is. But the final yeah. touch is the one he don't have. Why is yeah, that? that he's I know that against us. It's yeah. his mentally. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it. So that's why yeah. when he starts uh, giving passes to Benzema, his performance is even better. Hopefully, yeah. he thinks like that the whole entire game on the final. Mm -hmm. Just play for the team, not for himself. And yeah. I think that's the key for, for this guy. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I agree. Really yeah. The key, him, him, and Benzema are the key for you yeah. to win. Obviously, Modric in the midfield. Kamavinga has been good when he's come in, but I think that that Vinicius Junior versus Trent, if you can exploit that, you can win that game. But I do think also at the other at the other end, you need to be careful because Liverpool don't miss chances like City. So if they get the chances we got, Liverpool will put them chances in and then you know you yeah. could find yourself in a situation so mm. I don't yeah. know. what do you think about the high press Liverpool's high press number one mm. the other thing that you said I wanted to go back to Bola when you said um, Pep doesn't plan or doesn't adjust or practice like he always plays one way Klopp is exactly the same way he's exactly the same way he plays yeah. 43 you know put you guys high I remember last season we were having this conversation I know you saw that on the group when Liverpool had those injuries and people were saying, oh, we should change to low block. And I kept telling people, like, guys, there's no way somebody that's been playing this way is going to all of a sudden start playing low block because he has to play. I and think he, was... he figured it out. The midfielders came back. He didn't change his style. Midfielders came back and people started winning games. Like well, I, think, I think there's a difference, though, right? I think, remember who we played last season in center back? Eventually, Reese James and not Reese James, Reese um, Williams and. Um, What's my guy's name? Um, oh my God, Nat Phillips. Uh, yeah, come back. Nat Was Phillips. it come back? Yeah. Nat, Nat Phillips and Reese Williams, like they weren't ready at the beginning. These are young players, and I think they had to learn a little bit more about the system. But the one thing that we can say about Liverpool is, Liverpool knows how to underclock. We know how to shut down a game. At the end, we bring in the Man City legend, Liverpool legend, James Milner. And we shut things down. Like, we know how to do that. So I do think that statement's a little bit unfair. But what I will say is, if I've noticed this, I'm sure that Ancelotti has noticed it. Conte certainly noticed it. And I call it the Man City move. We come down the byline and you cut up and you pass into the middle. Tottenham were doing that against us all match. And it was scary. And I think if Vinny gets free on Trent and opens yeah. that wing... For Benzema back, cut back to Benzema back in the middle. You know, we got to be aware of that. And we got to be aware of that. Yeah, they're very criminal on that. It's right, very, very right. We get cut back all the time. And so that's the problem. So it might be a game for Kanate because uh, of the pace. But from a comfort perspective, I'd rather have Matip playing. But I just don't know if Matip can cover Vinny the same way because of that speed. Yeah. You know, so... It's a problem that Klopp is going to have to figure out. I'm not sure exactly what he's going to do, um, but we'll figure it out. We'll see. Let me take the comments and say, I think it's going to end 3-1. I think uh, um, Liverpool's going to win. I think my, uh, Madrid will play well, try to be KG, but I think Liverpool are going to win. Just have, I think they have a yeah. better, better approach. That's my opinion. In the way they play, and they are high press, and the, the goals are distributed across field. Um, I think Madrid's luck of um, giving up a lot of chances being run out in this final. My pe that's my personal opinion. And I think Liverpool are going to win. Three one. Who? Liverpool. Yep. Liverpool well, since you have Barcelona team uh, jersey right there, I already knew you were going to go with Liverpool. So no, that's like it. That. That's it at all. That's no. it. No. I'm messy. I'm just very messy. <laughs> Well, well, you should have a different jersey then. <laughs> the fact that, oh, yeah, that's true. It's not PSG. Let me take this conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's different.
Liverpool has only been relevant for like eight or nine years in Champions League and made five finals. That's a great record. That is true. Advantage Liverpool, the attackers are sharp and there won't be a leg in Benabar. Fair enough. Well, uh, can, can I make an addition to that? I, I want to hear your guys' opinion because I see Bernabeu all the time. And uh, I want to I see what other things about how much have to do Bernabeu in a games, games like this. I think your fan base, man. Like I think fans matter, you know, and, and that's not a dig or anything, but you have an iconic stadium. How big is it? A hundred thousand? Yeah. Isn't that big? Yes. That's mm-hmm. huge. Like the history, what is it? The Royal Stadium? Like the history, the prestige, the fans, it's it's raucous. And you guys make a lot of noise. So any team has an advantage when they're home, but when you're in an iconic stadium like that, that just Yeah. Especially like yeah, I think I think because I always said if we went a goal down, we would be under a lot of pressure because of the home advantage. Like whenever you're at home, like I think if the if the ties were the opposite way round, it might have gone differently. Because I think we would have gone there with it being the first leg. It might have been like a draw, like a one-one, and then we would have come back home. And then the advantage is then with us because we're at home. So I think. Once you put that first goal in and then got the second, like, if we were at home, we'd still probably have a chance. But I think away, any stadium, even if we weren't at, you know, the Bernabeu, I think the pressure of that sort of place, though, gets to players. And it got to us, clearly, you know. So I don't know. I think that it's no coincidence that you've done the same thing three times at home. I think it's, you know, it's it's kind of, it has to be to do with that. But a final is a final. It's in a neutral venue. It's in Paris. Yeah. You would expect that Benzema is going to want to win in Paris. But yeah. we don't know. So we'll have to see how it goes. So let's Not just Benzema, Camavinga as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and Mendy, yeah. Mendy, Mendy, uh, the one in the, the defense. Okay. Three French guys yeah. right there. Oh, shit. So, yeah. And hopefully, hopefully soon we get the new one. Future, <laughs> I'm not oh, saying that. Oh, Mbappe. Okay, so let's quickly chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you took my book, but no, that book. You know, I you. You know, I you. You know, you know. I don't think Madrid is going to do it for Pogba. Let's talk quickly. Hyper relegation. This is just quick. We're not talking, spending too much time on this one. It's just like. I need everybody to speak who's going to go down with Norwich. So Norwich and Watford are already relegated. Who's your pick to go down with Norwich and, Rat- and Watford? I think there's three games to go, four for some teams. Uh, I'll do a round table. I'll go to... Let's start with Bola. Who goes down with Norwich and Watford? <laughs> Leeds are in trouble. <laughs> Leeds are in trouble. Um, I was looking at... I looked at the question. I think they have the hardest run into. Is who? <laughs> like, the goal difference is like 15. <laughs> between them and uh, Burnley. Burnley. So, yeah, I don't see Leeds making it out. I think they're going to go to Chelsea. Yep, they have to go to Chelsea next. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking good. It's not looking good. So, Leeds is your pick? Leeds, yep. I'm so pissed. I thought everything was going to go down. I really right. thought everything out. But all of a sudden, they won two games now. I'm like, dang it. I'm so pissed. Um... Mine, I agree with you. Mine is Leeds. Jan, what are we on? Any? Yeah, I want Leeds to go down, and I think they might go down just wow. because I want Everton to stay up personally. But um, they play Chelsea. You would expect that Chelsea would beat them. <laughs> you would expect that to happen. <laughs> then they've got um, Brighton at home. Brighton have been good recently, so there's a chance they could beat them as well. And then their final game of the season is away at Brentford. And Brentford are very good at home. So you would expect that Leeds out of the three would go down. Um, Everton still have to play Arsenal, which I expect Arsenal to win that. So there's a chance that Everton can still go down. But I think think Leeds, yeah, I think Leeds are in a bit of trouble, to be honest. Because their goal difference is a lot worse. Than Everton's as well. So if it goes down to goal difference, they're down. Yeah, it's it's bad. Otto, 
I know you are a La Liga man, but you know, just I, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I follow them. So I, I think this is this is my, my personal opinion. Usually, teams that are very uh, in the bottom of the list, same thing happened in the league that I follow. Uh, usually, when they fighting not to be kicked out out of the the competition, they go to the. <laughs> If they lost the relegate, so they fighting for that. Yeah. I think yeah. they fight better. Uh, in my case, Chelsea is just fighting for third or fourth position with Arsenal. So mm, I think the guy, the guy that got more to lose is lead, and they are the ones that are gonna fight for this. So I think Chelsea is gonna is gonna pay for those consequences. I think Leeds is gonna fight hard. So uh, <laughs> I um. Uh, so the people, the, the teams that are fighting with each other is Leeds, Everton, and Burnley. Those are the three teams that are fighting yeah. for. Burnley, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh. Burnley's yeah. fixtures, are, I don't think, are as, as bad. I think Everton have Watford away, which Watford are already down, so they should really be winning that. Then yeah. they've got Brentford and, pa and then Palace at home, and then they're away to Arsenal. So that their last game is very hard. And then Burnley's fixtures are... Um, and Talk we're talking away. about uh, we we talk we're talking about uh, Everton, Burnley, and Leeds. Yeah. They'll have yeah. uh, like Everton had thirty five, Burnley and Leeds had thirty four. So, yeah. uh, and, and and Burnley is already out. So they, they just mm. don't want to be. Yeah, out. they're out pretty much. Yeah. They don't want to be relegated. So, uh, uh, so I think they're gonna fight harder than Chelsea. Uh, it's pretty bad in the situation Chelsea is right now. And I think that's what the performer has to do a lot with it. But, uh, and, and that's why Leeds had more opportunities right here in this, in this, uh, in this game. Okay. Uh, cool. I want Rafinha, so, you know. <laughs> Say again, Mola? The, the Rafinha sweepstake. <laughs> go oh, there, you can't get Rafinha for me. You go down. You know, that would actually be a good buy for United if we can get Rafinha. I, I like him. Just I like it too. On the right. Yeah, he played in your team too. In Barcelona. My team? <laughs> what did I know my team? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding, man. I'm here for my team. You had hey, you had to pick a team, right? So I'm United fan. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about United this week. No, no United. Next week we talk about who's on top four. Let's end the kudos and donkey of the week. I know you had my, my jump off tonight. Yeah, let's start with yours. Kudos and don't kill. Yeah, yeah. Um, ooh. Uh, God, Lord. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what? what? I think, is it is it across both Europe and... Yes. Across oh. football as a whole. Worldwide football for the week. <sighs> from last week to now. From last week Sunday to now. There should be many for everything that happened. A lot, a lot of. I know. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like Donkey of the Week definitely has to be one of our players. Um, I'm gonna go with even though, even though Ruben Diaz gave away the penalty, I wasn't good in both. I'm actually gonna go. It's a bit harsh because I think he redeemed himself a little bit today. He actually was all right, but Edison for me. You know, two shots on target, two goals. Like make a save, man, and like one of the saves he could have made. You know, because down the other end, um, Courtois was making saves that saved Madrid, you know. So I'm going to say him for Europe, not so much today because he was all right today, but him for Europe. Um, and then I think it has to be um, Rodrigo um, for Madrid because to come on and score them two goals in that time to send them through to a final, he has to be the kudos of the week. So, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. For a young kid to score that clutch goals. Yeah. Yeah. Two goals as well. Yeah. Bola. Uh, I agree with uh, Yan. My uh, kudos has to go to Rodrigo. Um, but my donkey goes to uh, <laughs> the Villarreal goalkeeper. That guy was oh, terrible. Really? Oh, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> okay, okay. Otto. Uh, my donkey, it was between the, the goalkeeper 
for Villarreal. What I will say for the move, uh, Guardiola did. It's just, uh, it's just like, come on, man. Seriously, you really want to lose this game. So, and I, I will, since Dan already gave to Rodrigo, I will give the kudos to the man that put Rodrigo on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> and like, go ahead, light up, buddy. I know you can. Angelote has to be. So Angelotti, something in that head coach right now that I remember when he was coming, that I told you, I don't trust this guy that much. Remember? Yeah. Did we talk about it before? Mm -hmm. And he shut my mouth, and I'm I'm glad. So I have a very low uh, expectation from him, and uh, and I have to give him kudos for the months and the, and the week for for itself. So for sure. For sure. I, for sure, kudos, I have to give him to, I agree, Angelotti. You know, I have to size him a lot. People know that I have to size him a lot for sure. Um, but yeah, that for managing, you know, Real Madrid to get to a final of Champions League for sure. He gets that after winning the league, you know, in the same week, I guess the week before. Um, Rodrigo gets kudos. Donkey of the week. <laughs> Every week, like Manchester United are looking for ah. it. I didn't say anything because I want to respect you. I've been criticizing this team for how many years? I've been going at them. It's, it looks like every year or every week, Manchester is looking for a new low to find, and we found another new low. I think it's the worst loss with worst season with officially our worst season is 1991. Um, 4-0 to Brighton, really. <laughs> There's no pride, and they didn't. They didn't. They didn't care. I didn't. I watched extended highlights because I don't watch anymore. I watched extended highlights. I was like, oh, okay, this is what you did. So yeah, the whole Manchester United team, whether it's the coach, whether it's the players, whether it's the backroom, everybody want to attack. People can go at it. Yeah, they they get my donkey, donkey of the week, donkey of the month for just giving up. I agree with you. Yeah. I can agree I with you. Since you said it, I agree with you 100. Can I have so, one more donkey, Io? Who? The donkey's got to go, for me, got to go to Arsenal, man, because they gave us their juju by, by supporting Liverpool, man. Like, I don't know, as soon as the Arsenal fans were like, we want Liverpool to win, all of a sudden we started to collapse. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever yeah. you do, we don't want their support. Let them no, go. Support. Yeah. Support. That's sketchy <laughs> people. Well, we've come to the end of the show. Otto, Bola, Jan, thanks for joining us. For everyone, thank you guys. Comments. Thank you for supporting us. Comment, like, share, subscribe, and we're out. Oh. Uh, looking forward for that final. 